Hey, welcome to Suicide Buddies. Before we get started with the show, I just want to let you know, Hampton and I joke around about suicide a lot on this show because we've experienced a lot of suicidal thoughts in ourselves and talked to a lot of friends and family about suicide, so we're comfortable with it, and the way we deal with it is to joke around about it. Please don't think that we take it lightly. If you're feeling depressed, especially if you're feeling suicidal right now, please stop the podcast right away and call 1-800-273-TALK. They're incredible. They're always there 24 hours a day. They can help. There are other options besides suicide, and I know that because you are loved by Hampton. Hampton is in love with everyone. You know just Dave, you rapscallion. Dave has fucked up my Netflix algorithm for life. Uh, because as we were waiting, waiting to record, he searched the term sex and got a couple results with that. And then he, uh, he searched the term anal. Now he's searching anal butt. <laughs> Dude, you're making my algorithm all fucked up. Dude, no. Now I'm upset. You know, literally, what? there are no matches for my search of anal but deeper on Netflix. <laughs> you know why? It's because you didn't write it in the pun fashion of anal but two T's deeper. Oh my god, you're right. Oh my god, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. What if just you're, anal butt? Dave, you're making it that anal butt. Dave. Hey, what's up? We're anal butt from Downey, California. Do you like metal? You're making Stranger we Things. Don't either. You're making Stranger Things never show up in my feed again. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. At this point. Well, could you, you can at search least for search it. a strange thing so that Stranger Things comes up? <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> like a okay, I'm gonna search for a dude with seven fingers. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting rid of that actually at uh, Netflix. Man, this is a lot. To I'm gonna discontinue now. that. Because uh, the other night, Georgia signed up for Hulu Cyber Monday sale. She got 12 months of Hulu for only 12 bucks. So she got a year's worth of Hulu for 12 bucks. Yeah, pretty nice. Oh, wait, what are you writing? Dude with sex? Wait, dude with sev. You said for me to search for something weird. (laughs) Dude with seven. Seven fingers. A dude with seven fingers. That's not that weird. (laughs) That fucking exists. Of course it exists, but it's kind of weird. Dave. Generally, people have ten fingers. I'm not saying I don't like it, but I'm saying it's out of the ordinary. How about you stop hating on our veterans? Oh, I meant on one hand. So total 12. (laughs) 12 fingers. Oh, all right. Yeah, man. I hey. just don't want to ever make fun of veterans. Me neither, dude. On any level. I haven't ever once. Of any war. My father is a veteran. World War and he's Two? World War One. You just put... <laughs> he said World War One, but held up three fingers. So That's I'm pretty sure Hampton... Read between the lines, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I... Wow. Yeah, you get oh, it. Oh, my Lord. World War One. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the uh, outside fingers are the lines. Dude, worst one was World War Zero. 
That's true, man. That was when everything was fine. And that's when I'm the most sad myself. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Suicide Buddies. This is the first ever episode that we are recording topless. Yeah. <laughs> topless Buddies. Oh, man. Big nipples. Big nipples. I'm bringing it up because actually today on the podcast, we're talking about the first suicide ever in history that was topless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's Socrates again. Nice. Oh, damn. Yeah, boobies. Uh, (laughs) Stay safe, boobies. That's... That's our new catchphrase. Dave, I told you before this podcast, Uh I am insanely tired, Uh and my ability to get jokes is going to be at a 10% ratio. That's fine. I'm sure it won't affect your ability to talk a lot. God. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry. I, I just, I'm sorry. I I'm just saying, <laughs> while I'm listening to you, <laughs> I, t- I saw the burn and while I took I have, it. You know, I, dude, it wasn't tr- nice. I'm sorry. Trust me, it's hard to put this much burden on you. <laughs> <laughs> to cover 98% of the podcast now, Dave, Dave. I'm tired. So what's going to happen is I'm not going <laughs> to laugh at your jokes and I'm going to talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to suck for you, man. <laughs> Honestly, if we were in a relationship right now. We would have to talk about this. I would be like, hey, you are putting words in my <laughs> dick. Yeah, You're dude. putting your words out of your mouth through my dick, out of my ass. Well, Hampton, you know what? You can take your dick and shove it up my ass. That was last episode. <laughs> no, I just texted you that yesterday, actually. <laughs> Guys, uh, last episode, we did a country music episode. That's right. Take your dick and shove it, or whatever his take song was. Take your dick and shove it. I don't need to come no more. <laughs> Yeah, it was a country music episode. We oh. talked about Johnny Paycheck, who did that song, Take Your Job and Shove It. I don't know, which is almost like a parody of of a song uh, to me. It's just like... Take your job and shove it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's insane. (laughs) Take this mop and shove it up your ass, boss. (laughs) Yeah, totally. It's just like, I get it. You don't like your job. I also love that it's just an angry way. The song could literally just be, I quit. (laughs) Well, I quit. (laughs) I quit, I quit, I quit, I quit, I quit. <laughs> I quit my job. Yeah. And that was Dave Ross job. with I quit and lick my balls. His number one no. single. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, lick my balls is the track after on the album, and I released them together as one. Like Brain Stew and Jaded from Green Day, how they play those in a row. Y'all get it? Y'all are, y'all are oh, 35. I... Y'all are th- <laughs> Y'all 35. Y'all 35 out here. Hey, who out there is 35 and just realized you got to regularly wash the dishes? (laughs) It's true, man. It's 100% true. I've never felt more like on top of my shit just cleaning my shit. Like it's so so pathetic that I get this weird, huge satisfaction out of just cleaning for the day. I go, clean space, clean mind. And then I get nothing else accomplished. Totally. Cleaning my space. Yeah, you are. I'm the exact same way. And yeah, what you're supposed to do is like ride off of that energy. (laughs) But I totally don't. I'm like, well, I achieved one thing, so I might as well lay face down in the dirt for 10 hours. (laughs) Actually, what I've been doing since I beat... 
uh, Zelda Skyward Sword and Zelda Twilight Princess in the two past z- month and a half. Zelds? Two Zeldas, one month. That's my favorite porn video. <laughs> um, now I'm playing Metroid Prime 3 Corruption for nice. the Wii. And so what I do is I clean and then I'm like, yeah, my roommate is at work. And then I close the blinds and I play Metroid and I don't tell anyone about that. (laughs) I'm in the exact same problem right now. And mine is due to Black Friday. Sorry, Cyber Monday, Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Same problem. There were sales all over On Black Xbox. Friday, you bought a computer to buy things on Monday? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I did it. I never really believed in computers. Let's give this a whirl. <laughs> it's like a mannequin holding an abacus. <laughs> None of this is real. <laughs> I uh, there were so many deals on like video games, and I went to go find the game that I've wanted to play that was cheapest, and I found Mad Max the H, uh, sorry the H- H- HBO H- movie Xbox One uh, game, and it was only like six bucks. Oof. This is a game that used Damn. to be seventy fucking dollars. Like yeah, dude, the economy with video games is fucking insane. Yeah, they come out and they're like with add-ons a hundred bucks. Like yeah. if you want to get Red Dead Redemption, for like the whole package, it's easily over a hundred bucks. Yeah, and it's like if you just wait a year, I know that game a will year. be six dollars. <laughs> a year is a while, though. Yes, for, not but but for but if you're playing a year behind, sure, like I do. That's my thing. Is like every time someone's like, "Are you even trying Spider Man on the PS4?" I'm like, "I'm still finishing my Xbox One. Thank you very much." Like, dude, here's what I do. My I'm strategy is in, what I do is in 2006, I pay full price for Metroid Prime Three <laughs> Corruption. Exactly, and then I exactly. never play it until 2018. That's what I did. <laughs> the game that I could have now, if I just bought it when I played it, I yeah. could get it for three cents. <laughs> At a GameStop. <laughs> no, I had to keep explaining to Georgia. It's just it's it's pretty funny actually right now because she plays on her, she plays on like her funny phone. <laughs> she plays Covet, which is just like a women's like fashion designing video game on your like it's almost like Candy Crush or whatever like just some dumb phone. Oh, yeah, a fashion right? designing game like Candy Crush. <laughs> Go but on, it's, I'm sorry. It's like easily disposable like Candy Crush. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. It doesn't take a lot of effort, and it's clearly a video game. So I'm just always like, "You're playing a video game," and because she'll she'll look at what I'm doing and be like, "Oh, my little gamer, like oh, he's, game, he's gaming today." And I'm like, "You're you're doing the exact same fucking thing." Oh like, man, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Mine just costs a lot of money that I pay for a year later. <laughs> like I have to explain it to her. I'm like, "No, no, no. This game I'm playing right now." Used to be $70. Now it's $6. I'm going to play it for two months, uh-huh. and then I'll be done with it. Like I, I want to just prove to so, her, I'm like, I'm smart. I'm a, <laughs> oh, I'm a I, smart gamer. I see. I'm not, I'm not like playing What do you think that, that is, the difference in the, like, is, the, is it just because it's on the phone, or is it because your games are, like, intense and require a lot? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What is the difference? What is the difference? My point is that there's none. Oh, I don't think there is at all. It's just a. I just think of it as like I need to tap out for a second, 
I need to do something dumb and solve a puzzle real quick and then yeah. get back to reality, right? It's like with me, man. Yeah. My wife always gets <laughs> on. Hold on. My wife always gets uh, hold on. on. She's fucking. My wife is always up my ass. She's all over me about this, man, about how I'm out there hunting moose. But I'm like, you're in the kitchen hunting tiny moose. (laughs) (laughs) It's exactly that. We have a very heteronormative relationship (laughs) in which she's in the kitchen hunting tiny moose and I'm out in the woods hunting big moose. I'm just saying. Like my, my ancestors did. Well, <laughs> with, with video games getting cheaper, like I feel like it's the same with almost all media, right? It's like movies come out in theaters and you could go see it at a nice theater for 20 bucks a ticket. Mm-hmm. And if you just wait six months, you can watch that on Chinese BitTorrent for no fucking totally. money. And there's people popping up their heads in the screen because or, it's filmed in a movie theater. You can go see it at the Regency Academy Cinemas in Pasadena for $2 where they have $1 hot dogs. Are you serious? We should go see movies there, man. Wait. It's the fucking shit, man. You can get a... Wait, a hot a dog's lo- half the price of a movie ticket? ticket. Yeah. Also, <laughs> a large popcorn is like $1.50 and there are free refills. <laughs> and for two bucks more, they shoot you in the face. Oh, yeah, dude. A, yeah, If you pay 10 bucks, you get to fuck the manager. And the manager is related to me. (laughs) Here's the thing. It's the best. Dave, if you want to know me for just half a second here. Oh, I know you. (laughs) If I want to know you. All I'm asking is, is it good? Because I'm all for deals. The hot dog? No. All of it. What are you, nuts? (laughs) Well, then fuck it. Why would I buy a bad hot dog? Because it's a dollar. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. This is the dollar distinction thing. I have this with all my the friends. The dollar distinction with well, Hampton they'll tell me all the time. They'll be like, oh, man, you got to wake up at 6 a.m. and like do this thing. I'll be like, is it good? And they're mm-hmm. like, no, <laughs> of course not. But it's, it's a dollar. A dollar. <laughs> and you know what? We're never going to agree on this. You're probably right. I'll do anything that costs a dollar. <laughs> You know, at the 99 cent store, you can buy racism. <laughs> You'll do anything. It's a dollar. Dave is a wild, so I buy all Dave the is time. A wild card. <laughs> and if you wait six months, then you can get a six pack for 99 cents. Building the wall between us and Mexico, it's only a dollar. Why can't we afford this? <laughs> I love that you literally said earlier, and I am never going to stop saying this. That's the dollar distinction. That's the dollar <laughs> distinction, no, man. That's the dollar distinction. Yeah. I don't want to buy anything, no matter what, if I just don't like it. Oh. Oh, we're having like a real argument. Well, no. I, I mean, we're talking about hot dogs. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. sure. Yeah. No, I don't know. You said you said that the hot dogs were bad. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're not bad, but they're not good. Okay, so they're good? They're not good Dave, either. Dave. I need kind there are, of a clear answer on if the hot dogs are even good or Well, they're bad. somewhere between bad and good. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that shit. Like, what, is there a Band-Aid on it? Like, what the fuck are we talking about? I mean, I feel like... <laughs> it's a I hot like, dog. Honestly, I find it crazy that you think bad and good are the only things something can be. Oh, okay. <laughs> all, all right. I'll allow also, a I, chasm. Well, this is like a serious <laughs> conversation about this, and no, I wasn't taking it's it seriously about until dogs. like 10 seconds ago. <laughs> I do. I am not taking this seriously. Is it bad? Yes. Is it good? 
Absolutely. <laughs> is it a dollar? Maybe not. Honestly, I could have made that up. They might not even have hot dogs. My point is, the movie's two bucks. Who gives a shit? <laughs> it's cheap for the movie, and the movie's the same. Well, they my, don't make the movie well, worse. Dave, my stomach... My, <laughs> Dave, I mean, I, I get... I get your rebel without a cause attitude towards... I love viewing, that movie. ...viewing movies, <laughs> but my stomach is sensitive. Oh, sure. Like, if I eat a bad hot dog, that's going to fuck up two days of my life. Well, don't eat the bad hot dogs, then. And don't eat the movie, either. Do they have good hot dogs? Just don't eat any hot dogs there. God fucking damn it! <laughs> what is your problem? I mean, the I thing is... I want to eat hot dogs! The thing, Ampton, is that I think most people... Who are going to eat a hot dog? Don't think about if it's bad or good. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck a movie. I just want to eat hot dogs, uh, Dave. Okay, got it. Why is my life full of diarrhea still <laughs> upon your advisement? Um, I, I don't know. I can't help you with that because I am constipated. <laughs> that would be so great. If you just don't even hear my problems. You're like, yeah, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but... Is all in shit new week. Plugged pork. <laughs> Plugged <laughs> pork. Oh my god. Plugged cork over Plugged. here. <laughs> Plugged pork is one of the most grossest phrases I've ever heard in Listen, my life. I'm not gonna be <laughs> Dude, you're you win. Shut up. Stop it. You're you great. Win. You win. Okay. You're right. I'm not trying to win. You're I'm just trying to be cool. <laughs> Wait, and I am did, fucking succeeding, man. What did I say? Plugged pork. Plugged pork. Yeah, no, dude. <laughs> yeah. What was the verb? Well, that, you know, that's what they call my O-ring. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is a podcast about suicide. <laughs> I'm trying to wait as long as possible to get into that. That's Dave Ross. I'm hey, Hampton Young. Whoa. This is a podcast about suicide. I think mental health. Uh, it's a mental health comedy podcast that me and Dave host. We're good friends and we love talking. And eventually, at some point, we some talking. talks, we talk about a suicide in history. We're going to do that in a minute. And we've had a lot of past episodes that have been great recently. Honestly, this episode sucks dick. But honestly, go back and check out the other episodes. Are you out of your fucking mind? The Golden Gate Bridge. We did one about a country music singer recently. And you can check out the Patreon where we do episodes about like movie suicides and fictional suicides. It's more like of a loose thing. And we have fun doing that, too. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I mean, I guess the point is that if this is your first time at the show... Uh, you're going to hear some dark jokes about suicide and death and suicidal thoughts and stuff. Um, but if you wait, if that shocks you and you wait just a moment, you'll find that we have <laughs> a lot of positive thoughts about staying alive and we want you to take care of yourself and to take care of everyone. Um, it's true. Also, I just want to counterpoint to one thing Hampton said. Okay. I think this is the best episode we've ever had. <laughs> Hands down, and the way I, the reason I feel that way is because I feel really good right now. <laughs> well, Dave, man, damn, have you got some good tips on how to feel good? You got a quick Dave's corner, how to feel good, Dave's cave, Dave's cave. What was the Dave's slaves? Is that Dave's what? slaves <laughs> live in Dave's cave and the, they get some? Wow, that's one of the darkest <laughs> I things I've ever heard. Yeah, Dave's slaves live in Dave's cave. And so, yeah, their torment is rhymes. Uh, <laughs> it's a real Dante's Inferno of a podcast. So, yeah. what's uh, been you making you feel good right now? 
Um, I don't know, man. I, I on the last. I talked about it a little on the last episode, but I, I talked about it at length on the last Patreon episode, which we have a new uh, bonus Patreon episode coming out this week and had one last week. We do two a month. Um, just to plug it, patreon.com slash suicide buddies if you're interested. Um, I talked about it at length on that. I've just been, like I had a depression hit me really hard this year, particularly in the summer over a bunch of things I've talked about on the show. And I've been like slowly climbing out of it and I'm just yeah. feeling better, man. I'm like, um, I was down to myself feeling sorry for myself and a bunch of career things and sort of like love life, loneliness type things. And then also, I don't know, just general malaise. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's funny. Like, it's not like anything happened that made that better, but it, I would just was feeling that way so long that eventually I was like, Okay, well, I guess I'll just start making things. So I've yeah. been ma- making more things creatively. Also, but that's I, so healthy, yeah, right? It's great. Like it, it would be worse if you were like, and there was a magic cure. I took, yeah. I drank a Gatorade, and I was fine. So like, finally, they made me yeah. Conan, and so now I'm happy. Finally, forever. <laughs> yeah, like instead, you actually just put in the work to crawl yourself out. You know. Thanks, man. I like it said that way. Put in the work. <laughs> Because that is what you have to do. Yeah. It's like a weird reality about, I don't know, I know that some depression is not, this is not true for, but I think for a lot of people, it's true in a way that you don't realize until you realize it, if this, this makes sense. Oh my but God. like the yeah. only way to get out of depression is to decide to. And it's yeah, like, that's that's true, true and it's not true. No, it's, it's, but I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. It sucks. Yeah. Because it's one of those things of like, say advice in a lot of ways. Advice really doesn't work unless you're in a headspace to hear it. Exactly. There's no, I mean like, and because you'll be frustrated by the same advice you hear when you're not ready to hear it. You know, you'll be so mad that like, I can't believe that person told me that shit. And when you're in the exact headspace of going, you know, I was just waiting for someone to tell me that. Yeah. You know, like well, it's, that would It's a lot be like a breakup. Like, if yeah. your friend is like, you got to break up with that person. They shot your dog. And you're like, but I love them. And then six months later, you're like, I had to break up with them. They shot my dog. And everyone's like, we told you they shot your dog. Who are you dating? Johnny Cash? Yes. <laughs> he shot my dog. Just to watch him die. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Johnny yeah. and I had a torrid love affair back in the 50s. He was too into pills, though. And then he crawled into that cave. Those were such great episodes where that came up. Oh, First God. was your episode that was the... Um, the Attempts 3? Attempts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Attempts the third. <laughs> yeah. And then that came up again in our country uh, music episode. Oh, by the way, I am, I think, next week, uh, perhaps in two weeks, but it's going to happen in December. No. The ticket mm-hmm. link for my album recordings what? are going up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Um, yeah, so I'm recording... My first ever comedy <laughs> album, uh, February. It's Tuesday, February twelfth, twenty nineteen, at the Echo in L.A. Two shows, eight p.m. and ten p.m. If you're in L.A. or anywhere near L.A., I hope to see you there. It'll be so fun. Okay, so here are the attempted <laughs> album titles. Right <laughs> here we okay. go. Ross, dress for less. Obs- obviously, Ross. Well, 
Uh-huh. So, and there's you on the cover with like an alien dummy. Got you know, it. And you're like posing naked <laughs> together. Totally. Like, Roswell, I guess we're going to. Okay. Yeah. Ross so, baby. Um, like boss um, baby. Dawson Ross. Uh, so it's get it. you at a computer learning DOS. Oh, okay. But you are Dave Ross. So like Ross 3.0. Ross 3.0. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> MS Ross. There you go. Uh, um, there's Rastafarian. Mm-hmm. I thought would be going. You have like dreadlocks on the cover, and you like got a big like you know huge old about, joint about in your mouth. Rosters, like. Australian for beer. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Rosters, Australian for beer. Huh? And then there'll be a beer can on the front with the fake logo with the name. Come I'm on, downtown. Yeah. Um, Dude, I can't wait, man. Like, uh, it's I think be fun. it's gonna be awesome. Yeah, you should do a set on it. Shut up. Really? You yeah, totally. Oh, really? I'll have Matt Ingebretson is going to host no, both shows. No, but shut up. Okay, sure. You can't do it. I don't no. want you. But really? <laughs> yeah, of course. But shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this um, is the best guy you know. Yeah. But shut up. <laughs> no, um, but really? Yeah, of course, man. But I w- shut, shut <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, no, I want you to do a set on uh, my album recording, and I also just want to thank you for uh, asking me to do that on yours. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. That was really nice of you, you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh, Dave suddenly couldn't fly out to old Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that would Chicago. I was thinking I moved there a, for that. I was there. I didn't tell you, but I, I was, was in the room. I, I was thinking today, I was like, man, if David and I did like a comedy tour together, uh-huh. I was like, we should call it the Y'all Ever Fuck a Shit Tour. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Y'all shit. Y'all ever shit. Y'all, y'all ever fuck shit. Y'all ever shit. <laughs> Absolutely. And we take photos of us wearing bolo ties. <laughs> But obviously the the ends are in our mouths because we're so funny. Um, uh, well, Dave, um, yes. Not to put the pressure on. Uh, do you have any idea who we're doing this? Absolutely, uh, we are going to do two people because I I was research. I really wanted to like, talk about suicide in antiquity, like really like ancient. Uh, human yeah. life. We haven't and, done one of those in a while. Yeah, totally. So you know, the problem is that there's like not a great deal of research. Yeah. Aside from like very dense texts about yeah. people that are hard for me to parse through. Sure. So I'm doing two. Oh, um, wow. Two people that are not related to each other mm-hmm. in any way. Even like I mean, they're not in the same family, but also they're just not in the same world, related. really. Yeah, yeah. But they are both sort of prominent figures in ancient Greece. Uh, one of them's name is Carondus, and the other's name is Polemon of Laodicea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And both of them are opening oh, yeah. for me on They're February 12th. They're both uh, Backstreet Boys. Carondus will be featuring for me on the early show. <laughs> uh, my <laughs> And Polemon of Laodicea, of course, will be closing out the 10 p.m. because he's so funny. It is funny. Like, I, I've had the same experience of when you try and look up suicides in the past. Yeah. It's harder and harder. Yeah. And, and a big reason actually is, is for the most part, if someone committed suicide, it was a it was like a tr- huge tragedy as it is yeah. now. But it was also kind of a little bit of, an, a bit of like, a family embarrassment. Yeah. Yeah. So you would just be like, 
He passed in his sleep. There so was, there's so many suicides that just didn't go reported for so long. It would usually suicides that are known from the past are almost so public that you already know them. Yeah, yeah, totally. like they told a lot of people, or they did it publicly, or like something they were caught, you know, in some way. And that's that's kind of interesting to me. That there was one guy that I've boy. always wanted to talk about, man. That yeah. is like he literally died in 1922. You would think that you'd be able to find more info on him. His name is Felix Borg. Hmm. I can't find anything about this guy hmm. except that he lived in France. He walked outside, lit a stick of dynamite put it in his hat, and just stood still until it exploded. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, and he was the father of Wiley Coyote. <laughs> oh, man. That is Why the didn't mo- I think of that? <laughs> That's totally. the most like Looney Tunes Absolutely. way to stick a dynamite. You know how he killed himself? He painted a tunnel <laughs> on the side of a mountain. He thought he could walk through. He <laughs> ran into it, flattened his head into an accordion. <laughs> you know how this guy died? He was hunting a rabbit who could talk. And, <laughs> and the rabbit just thwarted him at every turn in comical ways. The rabbit at first asked if he was a doctor, which <laughs> is... You know, he's invoking medical privilege at that point. And, you know, you have to take that seriously. So if a, if a rabbit asks you, what's up, doc? You have to go, okay, I'm not a medical professional. Let's deal with the crisis at hand. And in that time, he's able to put a stick of dynamite between my ass cheeks. <laughs> it's not fair, man. And I tell you, it's just not fair. Oh, man, because it's already so hard to get a hunting license. <laughs> You know, <laughs> and then you're out there, and the rabbit's fucking with you. You know, when the oh man, one time I was hunting that same rabbit, and he bent the shotgun <laughs> barrel around at me, and it shot me in the face. Uh, Luckily, I didn't die. Hunt, see, you you libtards don't understand how hard hunting is. Absolutely, you know, because a lot of times you just want to hunt a rabbit, right? But then all of a sudden, the rabbit puts on a sexy ladies' woman dress, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's got breasts. It's got a vagina. It's it's asking you if you want to have sex. And you're not going to shoot a rabbit you want to fuck. Yeah, no! Never! 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 Never. <laughs> this is our conservative hunting show called Never. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we just basically take the side of, you know, the Looney Tunes and the Animaniacs. You know, Hampton and I, I we've been going side. on, you know, it's duck season, so last night we went on a duck hunt. But you know what I think it's time for, Hampton? A cuck hunt. That's right. I think it's time to shoot us a cuck and put their head on a plaque in my fucking bedroom. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Well, let's start the history shit. Yeah. <laughs> After this message that is... Obviously there. Oh, have we not done a commercial break yet? Have we? No. No, no we haven't. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys who are listening to this podcast, if there's no commercial during this podcast, it, just pretend we advertise the Patreon or our T-shirts on uh, teespring.com. What we're saying is we think that our listeners have a great imagination. Dicking around for way too long, and but I love I'm you. Back, but I, back in the I, podcast I, room. I gotta be yeah. honest, man. I, I want to hear your story. 
I'll tell a fucking story, man. I need to hear a story. Once upon a time, (laughs) once upon a time, there was a podcast. One of the hosts was fucking rad. (laughs) (laughs) His name was Obvious. Are we talking about the Rogan experience? And I'm talking about the Joe Rogan experience. (laughs) Only one host. One of the hosts was rad. The other host didn't exist. The Joe Rogan experience. It's me, Joe, and no one else. One host was doing kettlebell pushes. The other host didn't fucking have any weights to lift. (laughs) Listen. One host to rule all the sensory deprivation chambers. Dave, not to shit on Joe Rogan for the umpteenth time. What if I call my first album Joe Rogan? What's up, Aristotle? That really excited Aristotle. Wait. What, what's up? Why? Why did that get you? Way protein. Aristotle, why did you like that? Wait, weigh in. I had a stupid idea. Oh. I wanted to tell you, and then I totally forgot to bring it up during the break. You should name your album C, so that way on the cover, you can put it David Cross. Oh, okay. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Great, Aristotle. <man. laughs> This is why you aren't on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. man. Yeah, you could be taking some of David Cross's money. Also, I shall say, even that we're obviously friends and it's fine. But even that little bit of ribbing at you, Aristotle, made me feel really bad. So I'm going to flip it and say that that is a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? <laughs> I'm going to put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it real yeah. quick for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do you a kindness right now. I'm going to put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it just for you right now. Can we talk about my humps? <laughs> my, my little lady lumps? Now, I don't know about y'all, but my milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. Like, damn right, it's better than yours. I'm like, damn right, it's better than yours. I'll treat you, but after church or some shit. Fuck. So, Here's the thing. Dad. Yeah, no, she left. Sandra left, and I was like, thank uh. you. Next. <laughs> I told you I was tired at the top of this. I feel like you're killing it, man. Thank you. Next. I feel a lot of positive things about you right now. You know, it's love. You know, you want a you want a quick relationship joke, real quick. Do I ever? <laughs> Me and Georgia. I believe you've met Who's my that? girlfriend. Oh. We've all met my girlfriend. She's the one who owns the the cat with no hair. <laughs> well, I guess we've listened to this Ariana Grande song like a million times at this point, mm-hmm. and like so now she just sings one line of the song. Like she'll be oh. singing to herself, you know, like doing something. Is the line like Hampton sucks? No, or something? it's close. <laughs> it goes. Thank you for teaching me patience. And oh. I go, I know that line is not about me. I have not taught you patience on any level. And, and I told her, I was like, this has literally been the last five days with you. Is you'll be like, where are my sunglasses? Where are they? Like, she just has something she's missing and just starts yelling. Goes, where are they? Did we, did we catch you on a day... Where you and Georgia, were you and Georgia just fighting? Wait, today? Uh, yeah, the reason I asked this is because this is like the second time we've been joking around and you've been like, and then she said, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's fine. You're right. You know? You're right. I do use end of the relationship type. I mean, <laughs> wording for it. You guys are solid. No, that's not what I mean. It's just on this 
particular episode, <laughs> there have been a couple stories that you've told where the where it was like, yeah, and then she's singing this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I just hope you guys are okay. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Why? So you can move in, Dave? Yeah. So you can move in? Yeah. I'm like going to move in vulture? on your girl. Move in on my girl? Totally, man. Then move in on Aristotle? Move me out of the podcast? Yeah, I'm going to fuck Aristotle. Take JoJo? You know why? Because I'm <laughs> David Cross. And I... <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I do kind of slip into a lot of like, my girlfriend does this yeah. type of talk. Um, usually because I don't know. I, I guess I just am like. No, I mean, it's, yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's a large part of your life. I just, I don't know. Yeah. It's just funny to me. I it just, I didn't really think anything of it except it was funny. They were both kind of frustrated stories. And like, obviously, <laughs> no, when you live with somebody and you've been yeah. dating a long time, you have frustrations that pile no. up, and that's fine. But it was just in this episode twice, so I thought no, it was I'd funny. No, I'd even pipe in that, I mean, like, something that's I've been thinking about. And we'll get, sorry, I know we, we still need to get into this. No, this, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. What, what? I'm saying is. What? Is this about her playing Covet? No. <laughs> no. How mad are you about her playing phone games and mm-hmm. not liking that you play Xbox games? I was... How mad? On a scale of one to five million. I don't know how mad the Vegas shooter was. <laughs> but neither, I dude. was probably like a million times madder than the Vegas shooter. <laughs> Something that we didn't tell you about... Recording this podcast is we're recording this episode at Hampton's house, and there are semi-automatic weapons everywhere. Hey, whoa, whoa. yeah. Ooh. Did I tell you that a very good friend of mine was on stage at the Stephen Paddock shooting? I think we did talk yeah. about that on this pod. You know, Dude, actually, it's insane. It's so awful. It's so crazy. He's one of my best friends from like years Stephen ago. Stephen Paddock. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. We go back, dude. Yeah, we used to work at this really fun gun store together. Uh, it was called Fun Guns. Who is this podcast for? No anymore? one. No one, man. I have to wonder at this point. Yeah, uh, there's a movie yeah. about him. It's called uh, Paddington 2. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh,. <laughs> <laughs> it's a delightful British romp. This is uh, this is approaching something we shouldn't joke about, actually. Um, but uh, no, no, no. Actually, since we are talking about it, I do want to say because I had this conversation with my friend who was there that I think uh, people could benefit from hearing. It was really interesting. It's a thing like yeah, at the Vegas shooting. We yeah. Insane. So we obviously here live in a liberal bubble. A lot of people who are listening live in big cities. But also, even if you don't live in a liberal bubble, if I would guess if you listen to this podcast, then you're a part of the liberal world on Twitter, on the internet in some way. And so, like, it can be easy for some of us to forget that, like, masculinity and the, like, um, the, gen- the generic American world is still there for a great many people mm-hmm. and like the patriarchy and toxic masculinity sure. still really yeah, of really really affect people very deeply not even in the ways that they obviously affect everyone but like they are implanted in people's brains they're their entire identity yeah. in life and so I was talking to my friend and I had honestly kind of forgotten that and he said a thing that is honestly very funny 
but also so sad. He is like during the shooting. Yeah, this, this is the story this, that he this, tells these me. Thoughts during the shooting. So I texted. He lives in Vegas, and I texted him, and I was like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna guess you're okay, but I just want to make sure you're, you know, you're fine and your people are fine." And he calls me immediately, and he's like, "Yeah, dude, I was fucking on stage because I'm friends with, uh, what's the artist name? Jason Buck Cherry Gildine or, the, uh, but Hoobastank. No, uh, the guy who was performing." I know you're joking. Sorry. I know. But, uh, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Let me do a couple more joke okay. names. <laughs> Imagine dragons. Okay, no, I'll keep talking. So he's friends with the what's the name of the what's the name of the guy? I don't know. Oh, I was trying to do the bit you were doing. Oh shit. Um, he's Imagine with, dragons. No, 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 no. He's friends with um, Buck Cherry. No, no, no. He's friends with um, uh, uh three three twelve. It's the brother band no no no, no, no. he's friends with um oh shit okay <laughs> uh the beatles spelled regular like no no no, no, no. he's beatles. friends with uh <laughs> um the brolling stones they're like the <laughs> the brolin no, uh, brothers made their own like rolling no, the country stones guy. cover band the country guy who was performing at the stephen paddock oh, shooting johnny ash ass johnny ass <laughs> God damn it, Johnny ass! Uh, I saw a dick coming okay, right so around my ass. See, guys, we're fun. Listen, not all tragedy. Patreon. Not all tragedy has to be Patreon. So okay, so he's friends with this guy, and he was on stage. The shooting started happening, and Matt is is like through and through, like a a a, a good person and and like a brave person yeah so he's telling me the story and the story goes like this he's like yeah man so i grabbed my wife and we i i like covered her and and like and grabbed her and pulled her underneath the stage uh and then pulled some other people underneath the stage and we hid there for a minute but then we realized that he might come down there so me i like led all these people to this fence behind where they were performing and me and this other guy ripped the fence up out of the ground and we're ushering people through the fence. And then we showed them to this airplane hangar. And we get into the airplane hangar and it's like become kind of a safe house for people. And people are like, there are people covered in blood and just like oh my God. lying on the ground and people crying and weeping everywhere. And this is the part that I meant is sad and funny. He goes, and dude, like, I don't know, man. I like, it's like kind of weird to say. I haven't really told a lot of people this, but like, doing that and seeing all that like kind of made me feel like kind of weird <laughs> and, and, and i like no I, yeah, yeah no way so i have like I, you know i have a handful of like uh oh like dude God. dude friends who are like dude dudes from like other places i've lived who are people i love but that are very masculine and i tend to be the person in their life where they're like is it okay that i have feelings <laughs> and that's what he was saying he's like dude i saw a bunch of people covered in blood and it sort of made me sad am i like dave. a bitch <laughs> dave you're like the day walker of emotions <laughs> hell yeah dude you live in both worlds just like blade the day walker damn right because i think bros can look at you and be like all right I don't want to. I can hang with this. I dude. don't want to <laughs> beat him to death. <laughs> yeah, like whatever. Like you know, right. like all right, I was in. But you wear your baseball cap at a jauntyish uh-huh. enough angle that it it makes you playful. It lets them know. It lets it lets the literates. It lets the you know proletariat 
Let's yeah. the, you know, uh, uh, Illuminati rich, you know, uh, <laughs> libtard comics. No, he, he, he's making a bit of a joke. <laughs> you know, like he doesn't really feel like he's a trucker. <laughs> he just looks like he's a trucker, but he's not a trucker. <laughs> I literally, literally, I think my relationship with a handful of men on earth is that I, they, right after... I can the late they start to think that I'm a cool person to hang out with a uh-huh. cool dude to hang out with. Uh-huh. It takes like a month, and they're like, "Yeah, this is like a cool bro dude that I like being bros with." Right after that happens, they find out that I used to question my sexuality a lot, <laughs> and still do at times. <laughs> but they're do. already sold on me, so they have to be like, "Fuck, maybe I." <laughs> <laughs> At least this is what I hope for you me. Know what? I have lofty, lofty aspirations. That's but what I've always said uh, is my biggest problem with you is that you're the gateway Ross. You're damn right, dude. The gateway Dave. Can I say one thing real quick? Tom Segura's new special is disgraceful. <laughs> uh, it's called Disgraceful. It's on Netflix now. He's wonderful. Please it was watch on it. On my TV when Dave walked <laughs> in the room. It is disgraceful. I, all right. Oh, listen. It's the name of the. It's the name of the. I show. like edgy comedy. Me I too, like comedy dude. on the edge. If comedy goes over the edge, I don't like no it. No thanks. If it goes pat, if it goes, you know, if it doesn't want to walk to the e- oh, to that edge, I call them a cowards. Cuck, cowards. Yeah, I like it right on the edge. On the edge. That's you like to live on I the like edge. My, yeah, that's where Just comedy like lies, dude. Right on the my favorite edge. band, Aerosmith. You thought I was going to say a different band because I'm a comedian. We could cut all this out. I feel so bad. Why do you feel bad? Because I want to know actually uh, who, who did you want. Yeah, let's start talking about it. Um, I don't want to cut any of that out because okay. I was stalling because I don't have a lot of info about these people. Uh, <laughs> no Sometimes we do not know how to plan these episodes. <laughs> um, really, I mean, here's the thing. I like the story of these guys' suicides. Is why I want to talk about what them. What a freak! Their lives. It's I, you know, I I read up on them, but like I don't know. Sometimes I'm I'm really less concerned with the history of the person. Sure. Um, I so, don't know. It fascinates me for for some odd reason. Yeah. Uh, uh, and I think we have that odd like kind of almost distinction. Sure. You know. Well, I mean, it fascinates me. I love history, but. So what For whatever you, reason, anyway. So this yeah. first guy I want to talk about, his name is Carondis. Maybe it's Chirondis. Um He lived in Catania, Sicily. In like, they actually don't know exactly when he was alive, um, but it was somewhere. Was it yesterday? Post. What? <laughs> what? Um, was it yesterday? <laughs> yes, it was yesterday, Hampton. They don't know when he was. It was between 600 BC and 500 BC, basically, is when he was alive. Uh, and he is one of the first people to be counted as writing, literally writing laws. He wrote laws. <laughs> what a dick. Uh, no, he was asked to. Also, that's good. I don't know what kind of world. No, like laws are uh, okay. not all laws are good, Dave. But I, we need some laws. I, I a thousand percent agree with you. I didn't know that people were asking him to do it. Uh, I just thought you thought he was like. A, <laughs> I thought if somebody was just rogue making laws, sounds like a dick, right? But I hear you. Okay, so if people were asking this guy, please, please make us some laws. 
I don't know whether to fuck my food or to <laughs> shit on my wife. Please. I don't know what's good. He was apparently a pupil of Pythagoras. And uh, his... Okay, so... Nice. His laws were local, but they became known because back then, if something were written down, it needed to be shared verbally. Yeah. So they were usually written in verse. So these laws oh, were also poems. Oh, wow. And they became so famous so that they became known in Athens. And in Athens, people would sing his laws, which is like, <laughs> what a boring world. Also, yeah. let's take a moment. <laughs> let's take a moment on that. Like, if we were singing Trump's laws. Yeah, oh, God. Like, tear gas the children and put them in cages. That is a pretty good day. <laughs> Wait, you know what? They build the really wall. I said go build the wall. Okay, what, what's like, what's like a famous song? Come on now, build the wall. I'm not done with my build the wall dance song. Build the wall. It's like a James build the wall, Brown. Build the wall. Build, build the build, build, build the wall. You know what I mean? Come on. Now. I said build the wall. <laughs> build the wall. <laughs> build it. Yeah, it's basically that. I don't know building, but I, mean, I know brazy. <laughs> uh, so that. you had to build a wall. You build a big wall. You gave the immigrants out and you got a big Dave. Dave is a racist. This is the podcast. What? It's called Suicide Buddies. Dave is obligated through the law. If anyone regards this as hate speech, Dave takes the full brunt of the law. <laughs> wow. That was a really detailed Wait, song. No, I have to How about this one? <laughs> I've got build walls, and you've got build walls, and we've got build walls. Um, that's, I'm so glad we don't have to sing laws anymore. Me too, man. It already seemed like a huge bummer. <laughs> I've got build walls. That's a song by Racy DC. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Um, that's so funny. This guy, I guess, was so important that people just kind of heard about him. Yeah. Throughout lands and in a time where it's like, you know what? No one's going viral. I mean, he basically went viral in the way you could go viral in the Greek Empire to write a law and then share it with people and then for Athens to find out about it. I guess. Yeah. That's basically people shared it a lot. A lot of <laughs> likes, these laws. A lot of retweets, these laws. <laughs> yeah, totally. Your song. Um, yeah, Aristotle apparently wrote about him a lot. He was like a fan of of Chirondas. I don't want to point out that our awesome producer is called Aristotle. Aristotle yeah. But hey. But you did. Hey, buddy. And hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, dude. All right. Yeah, good point. Um, so here's how Chirondas... Um, Oh, also, I should say this. Another tough thing with this guy is that every time I would read a historical account of him, it would include sentences like this. Um, People think this is true, but it might not be. God, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, there are a lot of conflicting accounts. Okay, Honestly, so history is a real, like, it's a gamble. It, there's right. there's so much shit. Like, I, I think we brought this up multiple times on the podcast, but, like, people can't even agree what, like, 
like Elvis's favorite sandwich was, and this is like right. seventy years ago. No shit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we we cannot agree on a lot of historical fact, and I think it is best to just go with your gut. Like I yeah. a lot of times, yeah. Dude, it's also weird, like it was it was what, like fifty years ago that it happened and people there are still people who will argue that the moon landing was real. <laughs> <laughs> it's like obviously fake. <laughs> These fucking cucks. Yeah. That want to believe we landed on the moon. How could you land on the moon? The moon is flat. <laughs> flat chested. <laughs> I'm a flat mooner. <laughs> I think the moon is flat. Oh, yeah, right? Wait. Like, isn't the most fucking insane thing to be like, well, the Earth is flat, but clearly the moon is round. Like you can see the moon; it's every oh, day you fucking see the moon. And I am you're literally like, well, we're flat, but they're round. Right now, I am sun is round. Emailing myself to write a stand-up bit about how I'm a flat mooner. <laughs> I am really proud that I said flat mooner, and I feel very good about myself currently. Um, so this is how Chironda died. I mean, Aristotle says that most of his laws were basically of no consequence. He wrote like regular laws, but he you. was the first. He was like the, may, yeah. probably the first person to write laws against perjury. He like gotcha. he yeah. yeah. No one had made perjury an offense before. Like lying wasn't against the law. Basically, he was a super um, like advanced guy, and I think he registered that. Like, I mean, the the reason that. This, you know, time in history is so important. Right. Is that they are registering for the first time, like, really individual human rights and also, like, what it means to have a democracy. Yeah. Right? And so that is why we are constantly being thrown back to, like, this era of government, this era of philosophers, yeah. Aristotle, Socrates, all these people who are developing in, like, kind of, like... Is it right to speak out against the government? Yeah. We don't even know. Like, they, <laughs> yeah. they, it was really like kind of like social experiment type of shit at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, the idea that at some point in history we had to decide to be civilized <laughs> is like really crazy. Uh, Guys, I, okay. I know we're all fucking our sisters, <laughs> but hear me out. <laughs> What if we all had placemats and napkins? Most of human history, <laughs> the one guy in the whole city who said, I think killing is wrong, would just get called a little bitch and get killed. <laughs> yes, a thousand percent. Even if you just take the Bible itself, Jesus is arrested and killed for basically being like, I think everyone should not believe in these gods and be nice to each other. And they're like, <laughs> what? Okay, put nails in his hands and feet. <laughs> yeah. Bleed him out for four days, stab him in the side so he ruptures his kidneys. Like But they first, blackmail his friend. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no love uh, yeah. for any sort of social progress. It takes a really Wait, long time. Excuse me, are you saying there's no love in Jesus? Because I'll quit the fucking <laughs> podcast right now. It takes a long time for uh, any sort of social progress, I guess, of people to just register that, like, I mean, it, it, it didn't even, I don't even know if it's still taking place. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. for people for fully to be like, 
we are all individuals with, you know, like rights that like, I can't even perceive myself in your shoes sort of thing. Like, I think humanity needs to reach that certain point of like real empathy. Well, what's so funny too about that is that like the way, the way that this so, guy died is like, I mean, the sick irony of what we're talking about <laughs> is that just like with everything, there are, you know, speed bumps into figuring things out. So one of the laws that he wrote was that you're not allowed to walk into the public assembly wearing a sword, um, which it's so funny that that's not, <laughs> that hadn't been a law. That like you could, when they <laughs> gathered as a townspeople, that people were just sitting there with weapons. Probably people got killed who disagreed with them and stuff. So he was like, all right, that's bad. Well, the that, swords aren't killing people, Exactly. Dave. The swords aren't killing people. We don't people. need sword control. We don't need uh, the We swords. need mead control. This is people the- are drinking too much mead in the assembly. Or <laughs> I don't know if they drank mead. This is the shit I didn't. love the most about when people argue gun control, where they're like, guns don't kill people yeah it's like no one was saying guns just kill people like (laughs) are you fucking a child (laughs) like wait no no (laughs) like no one's are you fucking a child right now are you a fucking child right now like it's just it's insane to me it's same thing with swords so uh so he enacts that law right and then one day late in his life he went out hunting and then he came to the public assembly after the hunt, and he was carrying a knife from the hunt, and they were like, you're breaking the law, so he killed himself on the spot <laughs> for breaking his own law. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was like, uh, I want to say, pretty diehard about his laws, I guess. Was this a entirely... This feels like it is way before any sort of like mental health... You know, sort I mean, of it was in 600 BC, so yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone started so talking like, about mental health until like 3,000 years after that. So like, <laughs> I don't know what was happening with that guy. Right before then, that's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're what you're saying is he might have been like, I'm gonna walk into this assembly holding a knife, and they're gonna make me kill myself, and I'm gonna love it. I'm more like wondering if he thought about it for years up until then. Maybe. You know, like, I mean, but also there to was kill like a, yourself is a pretty big deal. and It is, but I mean, they're also, I mean, we don't really live in an era of like obsessive honor. Uh, yeah. And uh, true. I don't know what the culture was yeah. back there then, no, but that's if it saying. was important. Also, I mean, if you, in an era where no one will listen to you about, these rules and regulations that you're trying to form a society. I'm sure it was difficult to get people to listen to it. Maybe he was just like, but you know what? I'm not gonna, I want my uh, legacy to be my laws. And so I'm not going to break them before I die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if he just stood, maybe he was that extreme. Exactly. He just stood on principle and honor. I kind of wonder because I, I, I would assume that like, maybe it's like a bunch of things, you know, maybe it is that, Mixed in with like a type of um, what I'm trying to basically say is I think Republicans are suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, totally. And anybody who would defend trying to bring a sword or a, you know AR-15 into a public setting, 
clearly you're you're a type of suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm willing to distance myself from those fans. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> this is an AR-15, buddies. Look, contrary to what you liberals think, the AR and AR-15 does not stand for suicide, buddies. <laughs> it stands for adult retard, 15 years old only. What are you doing? I Don't think that's say. funny. <laughs> That's what I, I think, think we need to not say that word. Oh, uh, <laughs> adult. <laughs> I don't know. I know. Bam, I just, bam, got you. I'm trying to, you know. Hey, I mean. Dave, they can't write letters. Come on. I also, in a, in jokes, said the word bitch twice, now three times on the show, and I don't like using that word in the least. I was using it as an example in the joke, but I meant to say this anyway. I'm sorry if that... <laughs> Let's do a whole uh, episode where I just apologize <laughs> for everything I've ever said. Um, you know, I'm trying to be as good as Here I can about go. that stuff. Two-parter. Two-parter. <laughs> can't, can't wait. Uh, so this next guy, his name is um, uh, Polymon of Laodicea. And he lived much hmm. later. He lived from like... He, li- he was born in 90 A.D., and they think that he died in 144 AD. Um, so he was a sophist, which was yeah, a, yeah, right. We've talked about no, that no, when we uh, talked about explain, Socrates. Please explain. Yeah, a sophist yeah. was a. I mean, it comes from the our word is sophisticated. Uh, he mm-hmm. was a member of the second sophistic, which was like a few generate. It's a term used to refer to a few generations of Greek writers mm-hmm. who were, you know, the same as like. Um, French, uh, yeah. the people who hung out in French salons during the Renaissance era. Yeah, uh, Renaissance I think, men. I think a thing that is is part of that era is just the um, Socrates and Aristotle generation is a lot of asking why. So it's basically just like a philosophy based on like, sure, why is this happening? It it's, was it was a combination yeah. of, from what I can tell, they were all. Okay, a lot of them were orators, but they were orators who would also, um, they would like, they would come up with ways to explain thought and what, how to think. Yeah. So philosophers, but it's honestly like, it's weird. They're kind of like stand-up comics uh, <laughs> without the funny, without trying to be funny. They would like go into... Oh, like Dennis Miller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got, him. Got him. New rule. You Goat. suck. Got him. That's Bill Maher, but anyway, you get it. He sucks too. Fuck him. Yeah, it, it's just taking a more kind of... Um, as I'm saying, like this why kind of like it's a just a little bit of a deeper approach to things. Honestly, philosophy had not been developed at all in the Western culture. Yeah. Like up until then, it had been questioning why do gods feel this way about our behavior? Which is a very like elementary thing. And then it's to kind of be like, well, we're human beings and why is this happening to us? Like it's well, that was- asking a little deep. 
part of it. That was yeah. only part of it. To be a sophist, yeah, you had to like you had to want to think more deeply. Mm-hmm. You had to want to learn mm-hmm. and teach, but also you had to want to speak about those things. That was like a massive part of it. They were all orators. So it was oratory and and rhetoric. Like the things you're saying and the way you say it was a big part of it. So there was like this performance element. And yeah, I think a lot of people were students of this, but in order to be a sophist, you had to be performing your philosophies, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, at least that's what I garner for when I'm reading. Please email me and correct me. Uh, <laughs> but so, and he was very popular. Uh, he was really popular amongst, I mean, he lived in uh, Laodicea, which is in what is now Turkey. Um, which was part of the, again, my, I am bad with this era of history, but uh, he, it was like part of the Greek empire, but he, hmm. he was, uh, but, Ro- but this was like the era of the Roman. Gotcha. Yeah. Of the Roman empire. And uh, the C- Ro- Roman Caesars loved him. Uh, Trajan loved him. Hadrian Why? loved him. He was just really good at being an order orator. I guess so. They just probably really enjoyed his speeches. Yeah, they like. Yeah, them. and he also was very smart, and so they trusted him. Yeah, uh, he actually got in trouble with uh, some people. I'm trying to find this. Um, the Roman Emperor Hadrian um, had like given Polemon some money, and then Hadrian's enemies accused Polemon of using the money, just like giving it to another town where some of his family lived to help Corruption. them. Yeah. Corruption. Corruption. And then Hadrian came out and was like, no, 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 I gave him that money and told him to give it to those people, which apparently wasn't true, but that's how much he loved him. He like, he yeah. was like, wow, that is something they'll kill you over, and so I'm going to lie to protect this order. Um, wow. Yeah. And I was like reading up on <laughs> on who this guy was when he performed. Apparently this guy... Probably one of the reasons he was so popular was that he was a consummate performer. Like, was he, he on Comedy Central? Yeah, dude. Yeah, he was on Adam <laughs> Devine's house party like three times. Oh, um, cool! Oh, awesome, awesome. So he, like, for example, he performed um, at the dedication of uh, Hadrian's Temple of, Olymp- of Olympian Zeus in Athens, which cool. is I don't know what that is, but it sounds like a pretty fucking big deal. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Dave Ross taking it way simple. So he was like, I don't even know what the Emmys are, but I I mean, that sounds like that sounds like Holy Roman Coachella. Yeah, Yeah. that's what that sounds like right there. So Um, basically, Dave, you're telling me, dude, Socrates got back together for that show. What the fuck? You're telling me (laughs) she opened for Arcade Fire (laughs) and DMX? Um, that. I hear what you're saying, man. Wow, sounds like so, they were the celeb, yeah, of their time. Um, and like, yeah, I like, uh, yeah, I was reading some books about him, and he, um, so yeah, he would perform at these big events, and he performed so much that um, everyone who knew about him said that he definitely had like a lot of stories saved. He could basically speak on any subject ever, but there were these types of performances where you would show up and then a topic was given to the performer once it got there. And in order to make it seem like he was performing uh, off the cuff, he would like stand there and think and then go hide and sit (laughs) and just pretend like he was thinking. And then like five minutes later, come out and be like, I've got it. (laughs) 
but he definitely had stories about everything already. <laughs> he just uh, like makes a fog machine go out into the crowd for like four minutes, like while he thinks about things. I also found this like recording of some of his ideas. And here's another thing about this dude, and probably explains why Roman emperors loved him so much. He kind of invented institutionalized racism. <laughs> Like, no, I was re- no. <laughs> There's no, no way. You're right. He you're invented right. Invented it. He didn't invent racism, but it, I think he invented. <laughs> okay, fine. Definitely didn't invent it, but he definitely had a lot of things. He had a lot of very specific philosophies about what color of skin meant. Really? And, uh, yeah, like he said, Celts were like the lowest people, <laughs> and like Egyptians and Ethiopians were obviously crazy because they're black. That is so funny because now we know there are so many people that are lesser than Celts. <laughs> you know, and like thank God now we're like modern, <laughs> and we're finally like advanced. You know, in a way that is that's awesome. That like awesome in the way that it's tragic. <laughs> That's an amazing. It's very tragic and weird, and also he thought of people like in in that way. I mean, I guess. Let me see if I can just find the passage right here, and I can just read it. Um, there was a a way that they would just read people's intelligence by the size of their head. Like that oh, has yeah. got to be the most basic science, and it was phrenology. Like, clearly, like, we're just measuring. looking for a way to explain them hating black people. <laughs> yeah. But uh, like the most basic thing of like, I'll measure your head. <laughs> totally. And that head will be the same. Dave, if I measured your head right now, Dave Ross's head. I think you would figure out that it's big. I think it's Mark Marin. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Full of music. I have one thing to say to that. <laughs> WTF. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. I'm going to quote from this book um, called... The Invention of Racism in Classical Antiquity. Um, uh, Polymon described a Celt as follows, quote, when the eye is open and it shows a brilliance such as that of marble, and when the vision is sharp, this is a sign of shamelessness. Wow. He further describes the Celt as a typical eunuch and adds a full page of invective. And then he, they talk about how one of his biggest dissenters is this guy Favorinus of Arles, who was a eunuch from birth. And most of their arguments involved him being like, yeah, well, you're a eunuch, so shut up. (laughs) 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 Yeah, you don't got a dick, you idiot. (laughs) And he says, he literally said of of Favorinus that since he was a eunuch from birth, he's worse than a eunuch who had his balls cut off. Like, this person was a vicious... This was a crazy fucking person. Uh, <laughs> was this roast battle? <laughs> um, yeah. So that leads into his suicide. How the way that he committed suicide is he he had really bad arthritis he, that he got in like when he was middle aged. Um, so and middle aged back then was in when you were like eleven. So he had arthritis for a long time. <laughs> Uh, it was arthritis so bad that he, when he did that dedication ceremony for the the Hadrian Temple, he had to be carried there and then sat down on a wow. pedestal or whatever. Yeah, it was really bad and so painful. So uh, in his fifties, he moved back to uh, Laodicea in Turkey and um, instructed his family to to close him off in his family tomb. 
So he made his family. So he had like a wow. family tomb. They made him. He made them put him in a sarcophagus alive, alive, and then also seal off the stone temple that his other ancestors are dead in. Other sarcophagi. Oh sarcophagi. So they he made them bury him alive. I assume at this point he's dying. He just has really bad arthritis. It's apparently, I, but it's been, we've talked about this before on the podcast. Yeah. It's like been really painful arthritis for like a decade or longer. Yeah. I, I would also say like um, what we know about medicine, like say like arthritis, like I assume if you've had it for a decade and this is like, you know, the uh, stone age, yeah. almost, like, maybe that is a pain that is completely throughout your entire body yeah. at this point that is just like insane and then at that point you're like you know what i i'm clearly dying so let me just well, die i mean here. okay i don't want to reduce the possibility that it just was such extreme pain and he wasn't dying that he couldn't take the pain we've talked about that on the show like there are people in the modern steve ag talked about it how like oh, okay. if that pain kept going but yeah either way you also very much could be right, and we just don't know. Either way, he was 56, and he was in pain, possibly dying. The way he decided to die was to be buried alive and starve or dehydrate to death. Right. And either way, pretty extreme. <laughs> Is that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I hear His you. last hear words you. were as they were closing the sarcophagus. <laughs> uh, Look, Dave. He, wait, li wait, listen. Uh, when they, his, oh no, not when they closed it. His family and friends were begging him not to do it. He said to them, give me another body and I shall come forth. Yeah. So. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, he was, that was his la one of some of his last words. Yeah. I think it is like this thing of like we almost like can't even almost like understand it, right? Like if it's that long ago, sure. Like the medicine level, I, I just on that level, I guess I is what I mean. Like I can't understand anything that's going on at that time. Oh sure. Like if I had a toe ache, if I had a toothache, if I had anything, and they were like, "Well, let's put leeches on it," like <laughs> yeah, you know, like. Clearly, it's a fuck. There's no real way to help you. So if he is dying and is kind of like, just leave me alone. I'm clearly dying. I agree that that's a that's probably like one of the most like awful situations you could put yourself in front of with your family. But I also kind of understand it. I don't know, man. I mean, you could like go into the woods or and there. Yeah, you, I don't know. And then kill yourself. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. That's a really brutal, painful, long, agonizing way to die. It's a dramatic way to die. I mean, but I like you wondered, said, did they have a better way to kill yourself at the time? We know that they had knives. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we know. Yeah. Knives. They also got, definitely got had poison because po that's poison. Yeah. Poison. Drowning had definitely been invented. Drowning. <laughs> uh, there we go. Top top three. Um, jumping off the Parthenon. I don't know. Um, but uh, but also to go to your point of it being like so long ago we don't understand it. Just like with Charondas, 
I mean, we can't fathom why someone would be like, oh, I broke my own law. I'm just going to stab myself to death. Yeah, yeah. But like similar thing, like the epicness of this people, these it's people so just makes me think that, yeah, we don't understand how things were. How could we? Uh, yeah. Literally his. So as he was like, while the workers were closing him off in the stone tomb, he yelled at them, hurry, hurry, lest the sun see me reduced to silence. Oh, my God. Then, as his family is standing over his sarcophagus that he's in, crying, the cover's being put on, he said again, give me a body and I shall declaim. So he's just like, no, this is obviously what I have to do. Oh, God, listen obviously. to some dashboard confessional. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, buddy. Get a hug. <laughs> hey, buddy. Why don't you go find a hug? That's my Trojan horse. That's fucking upsetting. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So He's like shouting out at them. No, stop crying. I'm in pain. <laughs> Is like kind of what he's saying. Yeah. yeah. That's something, though, I do think about a lot, honestly, is when we look at these old stories is the pain they're in right when they talk about stuff like you know we had that guy uh when we were talking about the golden gate bridge and like someone was like my tooth just hurts yeah and it's like that's fucking silly (laughs) but i don't know what your medicine you know yeah was well like we talked about on that episode he apparently had a disease that is registered the highest on the pain scale you can possibly. Uh, so, like, yeah, we don't know. So sometimes when you go back to, like, a pharaoh or, or a philosopher, you're just like, I don't know, man. I, I couldn't deal with, like, sand in my asshole, let alone, <laughs> totally <laughs> like, dealing with people you know, hating fu- me. People and, are so cavalier know. about pain, too. It, like, one of the things I read about it was from a guy who I think had definitely had some misinformation, and he was he was like, yeah, he had gout, so he killed himself. <laughs> and it's like, I don't think he had gout, man. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't alive 2,000 years ago, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I think it's safe to say it wasn't just... Pretty bad gout. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, it's funny. I like talking about suicides from a long time ago, but it does make it hard for there to be an allegory to our lives. So I guess I just want to say, oh, no. like I say every episode, that I hope you are all staying safe and being good <laughs> to yourselves and that you're feeling all right. Um, and if yeah. you're not, that you're talking to people about it. You know? I hope that during this holiday season, everyone's like, you know, taking care of themselves. This is a really hard time. You yeah. Know, we we kind of talked about on another episode about uh, seasonal depression kind of not being actually really a real thing. Like, honestly, I would say seasonal depression is just like you have depression and now it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, seasonal affective disorder is a real cool. thing. Yeah, but, I mean, but definitely if, for real people. Yeah. For actually people who are not affected by depression, I would say this is a swinging thing. But when people already have depression, it's just like, yeah, you're... You're just going to... There you are have things this that depression. add to it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. Like, everyone doesn't like it when it's dark and cold. <laughs> like, that's not like a unique... I just, thing i don't know man i mean we might have people who listen to the show who have seasonal affective disorder uh who they are depressed and it's worse uh that's what i'm saying it's like I, you have depression 
Sure. And yeah, maybe maybe it is a bit worse. Yeah. But more the real thing is like. Sure. Well, either way, <laughs> you have depression. I guess it doesn't really matter. Like, if it makes it worse, that's bad, and make sure to take care of yourself. You know what I mean? Like, whatever the reason is. Yeah. yeah. And this is what I'm saying. It's like, this holiday season, I know that it's like, you know, a lot of things going on, a lot of obligations, a lot of pressures, Mm, and uh, it's it's painful. (laughs) It's hard. Honestly, and also, I I just want to say this real quick to a very specific subsect of, of our listeners. If you're listening to this, from one of the Amazon factories. I just want to say, my heart goes out to you, and I hope the podcast helps, because that Bezos guy is a real piece of shit. <laughs> no, I think he's pretty cool, man. Oh, I think man. that dude's pretty cool. And that guy is putting out Hampton's album. <laughs> That's true, guys. Uh, my album will be put out through Audible, which has been bought up by Amazon, as Dave pointed out to me before this podcast started. And uh, look out for that around mid-March. Guys, I have an album coming out. Hell yeah, Ch- dude. Ch- check that out. Audible. Yeah. You can hear it. It's audible. It is audible. Oh man, I'm so fucking excited to hear it, man. I I don't know if I've told you this, but but I love your albums. You're I don't listen to a lot of comedy albums, but I listen to Bearable. Uh, oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it's a great record. I appreciate dude. that, man. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I someone like wrote me today the jokes, and I also like all the yelling. <laughs> Dude, I mean, something that shattered my ego. Yeah. Early on in comedy. And it's he's one of the funniest dudes. Rob Mayer. He's a DC guy. He's super funny. Rob Mayer. Go check him out. Go watch him live. He's he's the funniest fucking dude. So like he yells a lot in his act. Mm-hmm. But like I'm I'm starting out in comedy. He's been around for like a minute. Mm-hmm. And like so I think him and someone else had just kind of taken me aside and been like, so you're just going to be a yelling guy? <laughs> Fuck. God, that's, I can feel that pain. I have not shaken that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have never not been a yelling guy. That Honestly, so me look neither. out for that record. <laughs> I'm going to have a yelly-ass record, too, coming out whenever that comes out. I love out. to yell. Yelling's <laughs> fun, dude. Hearing yelling is fun. Thinking about yelling is fun. <laughs> yelling cocktail. Yelling re- scampy. <laughs> you know, the rest of this fucking bit. Morris <laughs> Gump. I uh, really enjoyed this episode. I Thanks, know my bud. older brother is going to enjoy the hell out of this episode. Because ah. he loves Greek and classical. Oh, really? Roman history. Oh, yeah. Cool. He, yeah, he grew oh. up in uh, that shit. Before we end, I do want to say two things real quick. I um, so I have a correction to make. Um, I made a note for this. Where is it, idiot? Yeah. Okay. When we were talking about um, frightened rabbit, that's it. So we were talking about that, and I was like, "Oh, I love that band. I love that song, Older Brother. I think it's from their album Pepper." Actually, that song Older Brother is from a band called Pepper Rabbit. And I was like listening to it on Spotify the other day and I was like, oh, God damn it. I just didn't even get the guy's music right. What a fucking asshole I am. So I'm a dumbass. Why don't Um, you just dig up his corpse, bury it upside down, and piss on it, Dave? (laughs) 
Holy shit. <laughs> I always think the act of digging <laughs> up somebody and burying them upside down is such a funny... I think in only some cultures is that like a huge insult. <laughs> but the idea of digging you up and being like, guess what? You sleep now this way for forever. Uh, wow. Um, <laughs> it's so extreme. I mean, I love peeing it. on a corpse is universal. <laughs> yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, 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 that yeah. Just made, no, in That's no peeing cul- 101. In no culture is peeing <laughs> on a corpse like, Good. Oh. Ooh, yum yum. Oh right, it's bad. It's bad. I'm it's dead, bad. and this is good. Um, but the last thing I want to say is I want to share. Um, so do you know Mikey Walls? He's a comedian in um the Bay Area. No. Okay. Well, he's a he's a good friend of mine. Okay. Uh, he's a really funny dude, and also just like a really sweet. Loving, hardworking guy. Oh, why don't you start a suicide podcast with him? Yeah, that's what I was about to announce. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Um, no, Mikey, um, he got he. They found a growth in his leg. Um, they found a growth in his leg, and like very like they thought it was no big deal, and then very quickly it turned into he had to have his leg amputated. So he just had his fucking leg amputated. Um, oh, I take back everything I said. <laughs> you can joke around. He's no, no. Hey, man, he's cool. It didn't happen. <laughs> I took it all back. Okay, you're right. It's gone now. So there is, um, because they just want to make sure that the cancer hasn't spread at all. Uh, there's more surgery he has to get, and there's more he has to get chemo, and he already has the leg amputated, um, and also just general hospital bills. There's a GoFundMe for him. It's GoFundMe.com/slash/Mikey'sLeg. M-I-K-E-Y-S-L-E-G. And I just wanted to share that because if you have a dollar or two to spare, Mikey's a good buddy, and yeah, it absolutely. would help him. So honestly, yeah. um, that's that's great. Um, could you spell it one more time? I, I, Mikey's leg. M-I-K-E-Y-S-L-E-G. That's awesome, man. Yeah, Thank dude. you so much. Yeah, dude. Uh, it was I didn't episode, realize man. it was gonna be like something like actually real that I gave a shit about. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> shout that out. Like, yeah, of that's, course. That's great, man. Like, that's yeah. awesome. If any of y'all, you know, if we can help, I like to help. If y'all ever give a shit, y'all ever fuck your leg. <laughs> <laughs> y'all ever lose your leg and then fuck it. <laughs> um. <laughs> Damn. I uh, it was a fun episode, man. Thanks. Thank you so much for doing this, man. I, I thought this was a really awesome one. Yeah, me too. It was, it was a good time. We um, check us out. Check our Patreon out if you would like to support us with money. We come out with two bonus episodes a month. Our bonus episode this week is last week we did a Thanksgiving episode. This week we're doing an unThanksgiving episode, and we're going to talk about what we're unthankful for. For example, Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Things that G. Yeah. Other things that Whoa. suck. Yeah. Tom Morello. You know not what? thankful. thanks. I don't like uh, Blu-ray. Yeah. I don't like it. Mmm. I don't like the second target they built in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very unthankful for that. We'll have more on the Patreon. Thank you guys. Um, and uh, you're the fucking best. Glad you're alive. And we'll see you next time. Oh, my God. What a great episode. But, you know, are you still dealing with the dark thoughts? Well, Dave and I would prefer it if you actually dealt with it. 
we're not medical professionals, but we would like it if you're actually dealing with these depressive, dark, swirling thoughts that you may be called the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. Uh, they're at 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. And they're great people. They have the resources to help uh, you deal with your current situation. And Dave and I, we're happy that you're with us. Thanks. Thanks.